Ooh. The ukulele, ladies and gentlemen. That would be the extra ukulele, not the one I got in Hawaii. It's the one I ordered online. And uh, they're all good to play on different days for different reasons. Welcome back to another episode of the Honeycut Scenario with me, Craig. My virtual conversation with you to talk about things that are on my mind and also to learn how to talk so that I don't uh, stumble over my words uh, in other situations. You know what I'm talking about. Like and um, dude, bro. Um, I accidentally called my wife bro one time and uh, that did not go over well. So here we go learning how to talk and communicate and sharing a few things. Uh, hello. I hope you're doing good today. It's a beautiful day here on the Outer Banks. Uh, the weather has turned. It's fall, going into winter, which feels really, really good. It's been amazing to see. I've uh, been having times with families and friends and kind of resting in the post-COVID Halloween scenario. Um, and uh, the other good thing is that the band Everything is uh, hard at work on a new EP right now. So it's been really cool to learn how to work with Steve and Nate again, and we're making great progress uh, I would say it's going to be a very mellow EP to start with, and, you know, we'll see where it takes us into 2022. Uh, we're hoping to get it out before Christmas, so uh, we're hard at work on that. Um, and then, uh, you know, I want to kind of, like, move into a topic that I was thinking about with my brother. We were talking about fall. We are out on the pier, and uh, the wind was coming out of the northeast this last weekend, Felt like the wind had really turned and I was explaining to him like the learning for me growing up in Maryland and then later in Virginia in my uh, younger adult years, you know, you have the leaves, right? The leaves change color and you can go, oh, cool, it's autumn. I know what that feels like. There's a rhythm to it. You know when uh, Halloween's coming up and how to release into winter and all of that stuff. And being down here on the Outer Banks full time since 2013, it's taken me a few years to um, figure out what does the turn of fall or, you know, summer, fall, winter really feel like. And it's really in the birds and the wind and the water and the way things feel, uh, the ocean. Um, and it's been really cool to see how it feels different on the coast. And I've started to really surrender into those rhythms. And I was telling my brother, it feels like there's a point in fall, like after Halloween at some point, when there is a weather event that turns the prevailing winds and energy from the southeast to the northeast. The wind will come out of the northeast, and then it'll be like that until spring when there's another sort of event that you can kind of point to where it turns the other direction and things start coming out of the southeast, and it's warm, and it's full of life, and the seasons. And so it's uh, super interesting to kind of like figure that part out and to feel that. And it brings me sort of to the topic that I wanted to talk about. I'm loosely calling it um, the circle of life at the edge of the sea. And it's just sort of experiencing what life is like being surrounded by so much water. And, um, you know, we're coming up in the post Halloween all souls rhythm. And I, I was talking about that as being a really important time for me uh, because it's like, you know, so much gets put to rest. We're going into winter. So, you know, there's all these 
rituals around this kind of stuff. And, you know, it dawned on me that our elections happen right after that inflection point. You know, All Hallows, Day of the Dead, in these really powerful inflection points throughout the year that for, you know, centuries and centuries, people have been honoring that time period because it's very significant because it goes from the life cycle into the death cycle. Um, and, you know, when you look at the spring, there are, you know, carnival, uh, the resurrection, Easter, all of these deep, deep rituals are going from death to life. And both of those transitions are really ruthless, beautiful, creative, and brutal transitions. And so ritualizing them helps to do that. So looking at the elections and how everybody's heads pop off, like they happen right at the like life to death ritual. So that's kind of what it is. It's like one thing's dying and another thing's being born. And unfortunately right now with our elections, it seems like half the crowd is like really upset and the other half is like really elated and it'd be kind of nice to find some middle ground. But the timing of that is really interesting. And, um, I, you know, I found it very interesting that there's also these rituals that we go through to try to figure out how to handle the sort of death rebirth or the the birth to death kind of thing, the life to death and the death to life. And thinking about the weather events, right? So we just had a turn of wind here where I'm like, okay, now we're going to have that cold wind for the next six months. Like it'll change here and there, but you get that feeling of like, okay, it's going to be cold. It's going to be gnarly. It's pirate weather. This is what it feels like. And then at some stage, you know, we'll go through those rituals of equinox and, you know, resurrection and however we do that. And it's kind of tough. And then at some stage, and I've noticed it sort of towards the end of April and with the outer banks, this stuff is super variable, but there's a point somewhere near May Day, Beltane, you know, the fertility day, which is like the opposite of Halloween. It's very significant in older Northern Hemisphere cultures. There's a day here or a series of days where there's another weather event and it's like violent. It's thunderstorms and wind and cold air and it's really, really brutal and, and it's uncomfortable and people are uncomfortable and like a little crazy. And then there's a breakthrough and then it's all of a sudden, oh, the winds just shifted to the southeast, so they come out, or excuse me, the southwest. So I, maybe I've been saying southeast earlier, but the southwest, and they bring that warm life, and you're like, oh, cool, it's the summer season now. And it'll be like that mostly until you get that switch again right around this time. And it reminded me of a story a few years ago that was really, really tragic here. And we had one of those moments where the storm blew through, it was like the end of April, and it was like really rough and violent. And we heard that uh, somewhere up in Kill Devil, it was actually in Kitty Hawk, that there was a beach access where there was a young family with a little boy. I think he was four or five. And they were just on the beach. And I guess the, the beaches had been a little, maybe a little bit steeper. Uh, and a wave had just come and grabbed this boy and just sucked him straight down the beach and then out to sea. And it was just like, vanished. There was like no ability to get them. And they found them a few days later up in Kerala, like miles and miles away. And it was just, it was really tragic and it was shocking. And it was like, as a parent, 
putting myself in that position, it just like, I mean, it, it was, there were tears involved for me because it was so like, oh my God, like that is just so incredibly brutal. And shortly after that incident happened, like hours, the skies opened up and it was very beautiful and there was a double rainbow and that the season changed. And I was like, oh my God, like I understand why people who live near the sea worshipped the gods of the sea, like Poseidon. Like it felt like, oh my God, the sea just took a sacrifice. And it was it was uh, just hard to really fathom. And I'm trying to use words to really respect and honor that occasion because there's a family that is, you know, shattered from that. Um, and I'm looking at from it just like a an observational point of view, but it was um, fairly significant. And, you know, just living here on the Outer Banks, knowing that once or twice per year, we have to worry about hurricanes, which is like, hey, this is something that can take your house. It can take your life. It can take your livelihood. It can take your neighbor's livelihoods and lives and houses. And that humbleness that comes from that has been something that has been very helpful for me. So uh, it's wild here on the coast. It's uh, very humbling at times. And it's always that reminder. And I, I find I find it helpful because maybe sometimes people who are living in cities, you know, and I've lived in cities, sometimes you can kind of lose that, you know, life is on a knife's edge kind of thing, because it, it really truly is. And it's really a gift to be here. And it's one of the reasons why I do this podcast. So um, on that note, on that note, I promise uh, I won't call you bro necessarily. Um, be good to yourself. I'm putting the notebook up here. Have a good day. Let me get the ukulele going here and we'll go. Be good to yourself.